At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. with The Imperfect Entrepreneur, and I got done listening to this awesome audio from one of my mentors, Barry Sternlich, and this guy manages over $100 billion worth of real estate. He's a super successful, um, has made so much money in real estate and in, in multiple different ways in real estate, through loans, through hotels, through multifamily, owns over 110,000 multifamily units, which is really why I'm attracted to him. And I'm I'm super excited to walk through my three big takeaways from listening to him speak. So this past weekend was crazy and so much fun. We went to my in-laws place in New Jersey for probably the last time because um, they are going to be uh, moving. They sold their house. Uh, They had a 60 day term, 30 days uh, to close. And then, so they've actually received the money and now they have a 30 day rent back. So um, they're in the process of moving everything out now. And we went up there last week to go swimming in their pool for the last time to have both Leah's sister and her two kids and her husband, me, my wife, my our two kids, all at the pool and hanging out one last time at the house. So it was really cool. So Barry, man, Barry is a beast, man. 100 million, 100 billion, sorry, not million. That's a B with a, as in boy billion dollars worth of assets and 110,000 apartment units. Um, and my biggest takeaway, man, was he loves times of, 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 of fear with times like when there's recession, 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 he loves that. And the reason why he loves that is because now he can use this to focus his team. The way he looks at it is he thinks about his whole business as a, a big dike that is basically a dam and it, and, and, and water is, is trying to run into the dam. Right. And when times like this happen, they go through and they check the dike and make sure that there isn't any gaps in the dike. And if there are gaps, they have everybody focus on that to plug that hole. Right. So it's, it's such a, it's such a, just a great, understanding because I I've seen it in my own business. You know, whenever we focus, we always get results, whether it's, you know, focusing on going after more commercial projects in the flooring business, whether it's, um, focusing on building out our estimating team in in the general construction business and, and going after more of these may talk and Mac contract, which is our multiple award task order contracts and multiple award, uh, construction contracts. Every time we focus on those things, we get so granular in the results that we get. Like there's, we, we focus on them and we start getting results. We focus on them, we start getting results. And the results don't, you know, might not happen in a day, a month, or, um, or even two months, but they come and they come and they come fast. You know, it's like, 
some of the stuff we've been working on for a year and now we're getting results. Some of the stuff, you know, we, we worked on for 30, 60 days and we're getting results. But it, it the common denominator is focus. So I can totally relate to Barry on, on he loves times like this where it, it brings everybody together and allows everybody to focus on the task at hand. Um, number two was uh, he talked about uh, when to sell his apartment units or his real estate in general. Um, and one of his, 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 his definition for when to sell is when your price per square foot that you can actually get for your, for your, for your complex or your building is equal to or greater than replacement costs and the, the cost of the land. He's like, because when that happens, when you, when you're when the cost of your building, so like, say you have a hundred, hundred, hundred thousand square foot building, right? And it's trading for, um, uh, say a million dollars, right? So that's ten dollars per square foot. And then when that is equal to or greater than the cost to build plus the land, which say in this case is $10 per square foot, that's when you want to get out because what happens is that builders will come in and start building all this new inventory and they'll create a, 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 a supply and demand um, deficiency. So all of a sudden there'll be way too much supply and there'll be very little demand, right? So like oftentimes, you know, I, we, we budget in construction like $250 a square foot and that's a, just a total rough number. I mean, like every job is so different and, and then that's just a kind of like a, a very, very rough, rough construction number. So like if you have a building that say is in an area that, that trades, uh, the construction costs $250 per square foot and then say land is, is probably say another $50 a square foot. So all in $300 a square foot. And you can actually get um, $350 a square foot for your place that you currently own. It, that's the time to sell because soon, before you know it, people are going to come in. They're going to start getting their building permits. They're going to start building new inventory. And the next thing you know, the place is going to be flooded with new new inventory. And then supply the high supply will go high, and the demand will stay the same, which means you're not going to be able to um, get the rates you want. You know, there's going to be so much competition for rates. Um, and then a, a caveat to this, uh, this, this, you know, this, um, supply and demand, uh, replacement cost is he's Barry said that he loves when newspapers like the wall street journal, the Washington post, all these big newspapers, um, you know, Fox news, all, all or CNN, all these news channels, right? He loves when they start talking about, uh, Multifamily is so overbuilt, you know, and we've overbuilt the entire, he's like, the reason I love that is because people like really believe this stuff. They, they like now fixate on like, Hey, it's overbuilt. Like I'm not, I'm staying out of real estate. Real estate's overbuilt. I'm staying out of it. And he's like, dude, real estate is block by block. It's, it's literally street by street. It's neighborhood by neighborhood. It's like, there's talk, they're saying that everything's overbuilt. Right. But then you go into these individual areas in the individual neighborhoods and it's not overbuilt there's there's an, a, a massive demand to want to live there and he says he goes in there and he buys those units and there's less competition why because everybody believed that fake news everybody believed 
what they were saying on, on, on those news channels about there's everything's overbuilt. And he said he loves that. And I, I, I totally agree. It's like you re really need to do your homework. You got to do your homework. You have to understand. And that's what I do. You know, like, I mean, I always underwrite all our deals. I go to visit all of our deals because... I want to. I don't want to just be a marketer. I don't want to just be someone that's pushing out information. I want to be someone that really believes in this stuff. And the only way you can really believe in it, down to your core, unless you're a psychopath, right? <laughs> but down to your core is if you go and visit it, if you're underwriting, if you're looking at it, and it's, and you're you're just you're you're, you're totally consumed by it. And uh, and I was so glad to hear that he said the same exact feeling of that because it's it, it's what helped us get to where we're at in our real estate portfolio and it's going to help us get to the next level in our real estate portfolio. Um, and the third and final thing that he talked about was like just some like character traits that he, that he, that he, that he, that he embodies on a, on a daily basis to help him deal with stress, to help him deal with, you know, having a hundred billion dollars worth of assets under management, you know, hundreds of thousands of employees all spread across the entire United States and having just so much influence in life. And one of the things that he said was he works out every single day and it's like, man, <laughs> and it's reaffirms like, man, I, I got to stay in the gym. And, you know, I've always been in the gym. I've always played sports. So I've always, you know, I would, whether or not I, I, in the beginning, I was like, Hey, to be, to be able to compete at this level, you got to be in the gym. So that was kind of the attraction. Now it's more of like, hey, no one's holding me accountable to be here. I got to show up because I want to be in the best shape that I can be physically, mentally, and and and, and be there for my kids, you know? So I, I like that. I can totally relate to that. And then just even working with through stress, you know, like having that workout and it just clarifies the day, clarifies your, your thought process and allows you to get that blood flowing and be, be alert, be ready to go and address and attack opportunities that present themselves. I mean, think about how many opportunities he's gone after a hundred billion dollars worth of assets, man. There's a lot of opportunities that he's going after and getting. Um, and the, the second thing that he talked about as a character trait was he, he brought up this thing where he's like, money doesn't buy happiness money buys choice. And I totally agree with you on that. You know, totally agree that money will buy choice. Like it'll allow you to stay in a really nice hotel. And if you don't have money, you're going to have to stay in a not really crappy hotel. It's going to allow you to eat really nice food if you have a lot of money. And it's not going to allow you to eat a lot of great food if you don't have a lot of money. Right. So it, it, it just provides choice. And honestly, I, I, I relate to that. Um, and at the same time, my you have to think about that comment with a little bit more um, abundance and, and, and a broad mindset. Because what will happen is, at least for me, when I, when I started to think about money and it's like money won't buy happiness. And then it's like, okay, well then let me just get a little bit of money and then let me go be happy someplace else. And I, I found out for me personally that money will not buy happiness but it allows me to do something that does provide happiness for me, right? And then a result of me doing the thing that I do feel get fulfillment in, I get money, right? So I love construction. I love, you know, training people how to get results in construction. I love real estate. I love 
working with my partners and team members in real estate to create massive results. And whether it's leading them, mentoring them, all of that, I love all of that. And that gives me so much fulfillment inside that once it's all said and done, the money just come, comes comes as a result of that, right? I'm, I'm in the right vehicle. I'm going after opportunities that are big enough. And like the money is a result of that. So I agree with them. Money will not buy happiness, but it is still a result of the value that is put into the marketplace when you're in the right vehicle and when you're passionate and doing something that you love because... I'm not quitting. I'm just staying after and I'm doing it day in and day out. Whereas if I didn't love it, I'd be like, dude, I'm all done throwing in the towel. I can't handle it. Like get away from me and I'm off to the next thing. Right? So those are my three big takeaways from listening to my mentor. He doesn't even know I'm his mentor, but I'm, I'm, I'm tracking him. I'm following him. Uh, Mr. Barry Stern, like number one, focus, 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 focus. Get all those distractions out of the way. And he loves at times like this recessions where it allows his team to focus. Number two is he loves misinformation and he also, he gave an indicator for when to sell his properties. And that's when your sales price per square foot is equal to or greater than the replacement cost plus the land. And then number three, just some habits, daily habits that he does, works out every single day. And, uh, he, he also, um, said that money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys choice. And he, he likes choosing nice, nicer things in life. So he's, he's still after it. And he also has, um, a bigger, bigger mission than just taking care of himself. I mean, he's got hundreds of thousands of employees. I want to be like that one day, have so many people that I'm providing for, and, and they're actually, they're providing for themselves by pro- producing results in, in the, in the organization. But there's the opportunity we're, we're putting together the opportunities so that we can have that type of um, organization. So with that, use some of those, and I'm going to use some of those. So I want you to use some of those uh, traits and skill sets and you know, just philosophies, thought processes to go out there and continue to build the best legacy we can build. So let's roll. Ooh, ooh.